At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. of the nightcap from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. That gentleman right there, Sean King, a Super Bowl champion and a proud member of the New Orleans, Greater New Orleans Hall of Fame. I'm just a guy. Goes by the name of Tim Murray. Jerry Dulac is going to join us right now, and uh, he has been covering the Steelers for quite some time, and uh, we always appreciate his insight you can find him on Twitter at Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y-D-U-L-A-C on Twitter. Jerry, we appreciate the time tonight, and I think when you start a conversation with the Steelers, you have to look at the quarterback position. Uh, how has it been playing out so far at camp with the uh, the three-headed, I don't want to call it a monster, but the three co- three-man competition with Pickett, Trubisky, and Rudolph, and is there, in your eyes, a leader in the clubhouse at this point in time? Well, fellas, good evening. And yeah, I don't think there's any question. Uh, the leader in the clubhouse uh, with a uh, large margin to me is, um, and I appreciate the golf analogy, is um, Mitch Trubisky. He's taken every first team snap since the beginning of OTAs. And there hasn't even been an opportunity. Oh, they might have mixed some first team linemen in here and there uh, during the spring. But with any time the first team got together in team drills right up through today, Mitch Trubisky has taken every snap with the first team offense. And it's clear that's who's going to be the starter. Now, Mike Tomlin hasn't announced it. Um, I'm sure he won't anoint him the starter, but he will start Saturday night, I'm certain, uh, against the Seahawks in the first preseason game. But that's the direction they're going. The bigger question is going to be, you know, where is Kenny Pickett's development in terms of being, you know, ready enough to be number two? And if that is the case, what do you do with Mason Rudolph? That, that to me, are the questions that, that are most intriguing and still need to be and will be at some point answered. You know, Jerry, you mentioned that Trubisky's taking the majority of the reps. 
Uh, this is a guy probably was overdrafted slightly. I think if you looked at his Chicago Bears tenure through the prism of him being a second or third round pick, it would look more favorably than a guy that was drafted early in the first round. I think a lot of times these quarterbacks kind of rebound and, and play their best football the next opportunity they get. How has he actually looked? So you said he's taken the majority of the reps. Does he look like a guy that's learned a lot, that's ready to have a great season, hasn't been an uneven performance, or, or you know, like some guys, you know, maybe Daniel Jones and the Giants, has, has it not just been very good? You, you know, Sean, it's, it, I was reminding uh, some of the people of this the other day. I go, don't forget, you know, when evaluating who's doing what in practice, who looks good, who doesn't, I go, don't forget, for 18 years, we've been watching Ben Roethlisberger practice. So, you know, once once you see that every day, and then you see something that, you know, doesn't kind of measure up to that, to the level of a future Hall of Famer, you know, nothing's really going to look as good. But I will say this, Mitch Trubisky in the first week of camp, you didn't sit there and go, this guy's going to be something special. But I will say um, pretty much... Uh, since the middle, like late last week. He, I think he's really stepped it up the last three or four practices. Um, you know, um, you know, Mitch is big into um, of, of wa- and wanting to be a leader. Everybody said that about him in Chicago, even the people in Buffalo uh, after a year. And, and he has made a point to be that uh, from the beginning here, going out of his way to get to know his teammates, but earn their trust and earn their respect. And I think, um, you know, with his mobility, um, with Matt, with what, can, uh, with what Matt Canada wants to do, um, you're seeing Mitch Trubisky look a lot more comfortable in terms of the execution. Uh, and Hey, look, the next step is you can do that all you want in practice. I want to see it in a game. And, you know, Hey, Mitch is, you know, he's 29 and 21 as a starter two playoffs and, uh, appearances and, and a pro bowl. So, you know, we're not talking about somebody that's trying to totally resurrect his career, but obviously the Steelers are hoping he can do here what Ryan Tannehill did in Tennessee after a very similar situation in Miami. Previewing the Pittsburgh Steelers with Jerry Dulac from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette at Jerry D-U-L-A-C on Twitter. Uh, Jerry, the wide receiver position is is fascinating. Deontay Johnson got uh, a big money deal to stay in Pittsburgh. Uh, had a hell of a season last year, over 100 receptions, 1,100 plus yards, eight touchdowns. Chase Claypool had some uh, interesting comments this offseason about his uh, skill set, uh, but still some pretty solid numbers. And then Pat Fryermuth also. Uh, and then you look at George Pickens. I think both Sean and I are, are pretty high on, on the rookie out of Georgia. So the wide receiver crew actually looks pretty solid there for the Steelers heading into this season. Yeah, uh, you guys aren't alone in being impressed with George Pickens. Everybody here is when you watch this kid in training camp, uh, you you understand that the Steelers got a steal on the second round, and the only reason he dropped to the second round is because of the injury he sustained last year. But coming out prior to last season, uh, you know, he was, you know, going into the uh, 21 college season, he was probably viewed by a lot of guys as easily a first round pick and maybe one of the top two receivers in a draft. Well, he shows it pretty much every day in training camp. And at one point today, fellas, Mitch Trubisky went to him on three straight plays, two out patterns and then a cross over the middle. And um, he has great reliance on this guy. Uh, He makes every, 
catch imaginable, combat catches, uh, back shoulder catches, um, you know, toe tappers. Um, and I think the one thing he has done, you know, he, I don't want to say they, the knock against him was he was just an ex receiver who couldn't run routes. But, you know, when people look for, you know, quote, weaknesses, that's what they say. Well, maybe, you know, has to polish his route running, not a great route runner. Well, he, he's talked about focusing on doing that and wanting to do that and, and trying to do that. And Minka Fitzpatrick even was telling me the other day, he says two things. One, you see him doing that. And two, for a rookie to be aware that that is a, quote, weakness and doing something about it is very impressive. And when veterans talk, and Sean, you can appreciate this. When veterans talk glowingly about a rookie in training camp, you know that rookie has uh, some special skills. And we've heard a lot of veterans talk glowingly about George Pickens. Yeah, he seems to be, you know, in a lot of the highlights. So I'm, I'm a kid that, or a guy that has been behind George Pickens since the beginning. He had multiple injuries at Georgia, and I think some off the field right. issues, more immaturity than, than anything right. else, kind of you know caused him to drop to the second round, but. I've got another question for you, and I don't know if the word is disrespect I'm looking for, but why doesn't Mike Tomlin get the respect I feel he deserves? And here's the context behind it. Pittsburgh sits with a win total here in Vegas of eight and a half. Yeah, Tomlin's never had a losing record in his tenure right, right. as the head coach of the Steelers. Why do you think he doesn't get the national accolades that, that some of his, his counterparts and peers do? Sean, the latest one I heard was seven and a half wins, if you can believe that. And and Tomlin's history will show you that that's an easy bet. <laughs> if you're, you know, I mean, that's that's one you're just going to, to jump on. Um, see, it's funny, Sean, because I think, and you would, you know, you probably, you guys have a better grasp of this because you're nationally. I get the, uh, the sense that Mike Tomlin's national reputation is stronger and more respected than it is locally. And when I say that, I don't mean that people here don't think he's a good coach. Obviously, you don't do what he's done. You don't go 15 years with never having uh, a losing record and not being an outstanding coach. I mean, think about that. That's hard to do. And yet he's managed to have a non-losing season uh, every year. Um, I think what's happened where, where the, the discontent here. Uh, that that it, that does exist, and I'm not saying it's overwhelming, but is that their last three playoff appearances have not only been one and done, especially when they had a home field, they've been embarrassed in all three games, 48, 45, and 42 points in their, they've allowed in their last three playoff appearances. And so they haven't won a playoff game since 2016. Uh, obviously, they haven't been back to the Super Bowl since 2010 and he had a future hall of fame quarterback with him all that time. Um, so, you know, obviously there's a high standard here. People are accustomed to super bowls. They're accustomed to playoff victories. And I think the most recent playoff failures and the embarrassment of their defense in those last three failures have, you know, soured some people here on, on, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin's performance but I always got the sense that nationally he has great respect um, for being an outstanding coach. 
Oh yeah, there's no doubt about and that. And the win total was seven, Jerry. Yeah, You're right. It yeah. Had, yeah, Jerry was. Uh, Jerry knows the number better than than yeah. uh, than we do. Uh, Jerry, we got we got 45 seconds. Uh, the the uh, the run defense was was really bad last year. Uh, yeah. Should we expect uh, an improvement there? Well, it can't be any worse. And <laughs> and you know you you, you get Tyson Alu Alu back. You know, fingers crossed. He's 35. Um, Stefan Tuitt retires, and that's a big loss. But you know what? Larry Ogunjobi, one day of practice looks very impressive. And if, if that foot injury holds up, you know, he had that Liz Frank injury and surgery. Um, he was he was a... At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Very nice addition. It's a big point of emphasis, fellas, in training camp. Stop the run. Improve stopping the run. It's all they talk about. They know they have to do it. So I think it'll be better. But like I said, it can't be any worse. He's Jerry Dulock. I'll follow him on Twitter at Jerry Dulock. Jerry, we appreciate the insight. Great stuff, Jerry. Phil, it's always good chat with you anytime. There he is. Jerry Dulock from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. More on the Steelers and summer conditioning next. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free to play pools this season for your shot at a share. $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken. Now to start your run at Victory Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. It is the nightcap here on VSIN, And thanks to uh, Jerry Dulock of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette for Jumping off, giving us some thoughts on this Steelers squad heading into the season. We're going to continue. He wouldn't bite. On what? I pushed. On the win total? No. On actually saying Trubisky has looked good. Oh. He said he's a great leader, so he's taking all the reps. <laughs> Hope this can be like a <laughs> Dolphins to Titans, Tannehill situation, but he would never – uh, he actually even went as far as saying we're used to seeing Big Ben. So anybody <laughs> after that, it was, I couldn't – I was just I was trying to get – I wanted to hear him say Trubisky looks good. 
Well, he's going to be the starter. Well, at least he didn't say he looks bad. And, you know, one thing that, and I don't like to be right on these things, but I am being proven right, is I told you Kenny Pickett would not be ready to play as a rookie. Yeah. And that's obviously the case. Because it doesn't sound like he's, you know, they feel like he's anybody they need to be getting prepared to play in 2022. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I certainly don't think, and if, if that, those are live odds, I mean, the only thing you'd be betting against is the fact that Trubisky, Trisky could get hurt. But he's, and I wouldn't be surprised if they move Rudolph. I mean, Jerry Dulock basically said there's this isn't even a competition right now. Tomlin hasn't said it, you know, hasn't officially named Trubisky the starter, but, I mean, take it from a beat reporter who's at all the practices. He said every rep is going to Mitch Trubisky, every first-team rep. Yeah. So, and I need Trubisky to be good because I don't know what I'm getting with Wentz right now. <laughs> <laughs> you want to remind the folks of our cigar bet? Yeah, he seems to be imploding as we are. Jeez. Well, I mean, he's not a very accurate quarterback, but he is an upgrade over uh, – he certainly is an upgrade. But I just want to give people an update real quick. We got two bets, live bets going on. It's kind of nice. Uh, we haven't – we don't get much action a, these late oh, days. Oh, huge sweat. So Sean has Braves oh run line. They're in extra innings. The Braves scored one run in the 10th, mm -hmm. but the Red Sox scored a run in the 10th. They go to the 11th, and the Braves have scored two runs. So now you just need the Braves to This is a terrible spot to be lock in. Lock it down. Because they don't care about the first run. That is true. That is uh, very true. So they're going to be trying to keep the, the, the guy at the plate off of second base more so than they will be. But you'd rather be up 9-7 than 8-7. Well, it just depends. But come on. You'd rather be up. What I'd rather was that, that seed that they hit down third base. And who was that? Uh, Devers over there made a gold, oh, uh, gold glove stop. I'd rather that had kept phenomenal, going. Phenomenal, phenomenal play. So uh, anytime you're third. in this situation, the first batter is important. Yep. If you can get a strikeout or an infield pop up or something that doesn't advance the run of the third, that's huge. That's you know, really huge. So you know how you always yell at me for uh, I should just blindly listen and not s selectively listen? Well. I selectively listened you earlier did. today. And you're looking good. Don't jinx it, but I'm you're not looking good. It. Yeah. Uh, I took Mariners Yankees under mm -hmm. first five. Uh it was at three. Got a little plus money on uh on the under three. Scoreless right now, top five. Both Luis Castillo and Garrett Cole are dealing. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a, a fine recommendation by you. Uh however, you did say a little nibble. A little nibble on the because twins. of the price right. on the Twins, yeah. and uh, it is 5-1 Dodgers. But I did not I did not bite on that. I, I agreed with you on the Castillo and Cole situation. So we are top five. What what could go wrong in a scoreless game when you've got under Top three? five and two outs. Yeah. What, what could possibly go wrong here, Sean? Um, so we got two sweats going on. Well, the good thing is Tyler Matzik is in, I believe. Yeah. Is he a Terp? He a Terp there, Aaron Oster? Tyler Matzik? The, the the really important guy is the first batter. He is not a Terp. I don't think he was a Terp. We got to gotta get this first guy out without advancing the runner. All right. Well, here you go, Sean. Try to get through it. Well, we'll hope. The we'll ghost see. runner. Uh, Giants and Padres are tied at one. Uh, Juan Soto hit his first homer as a San Diego Padre tonight. And uh, also, Brandon Drury had a home run pulled back. From Mike Yastrzemski, Joe Musgrove on the hill. He gave up a homer in the first. 
And you uh, know what I look forward to at the Padres games is the late innings when they put the circle. I know sports deal. The ninth on, inning, yeah, on the backdrop. I I enjoy that as well. All right, let's get back to the Steelers. Yeah, you watch. I'm watching the game, so you kind of <laughs> do, do your thing. Fantastic. I'll chime in. Win total set at seven. That's at so low. That is very low. Like, think about with all the uncertainty in the division. Deshaun's probably going to be suspended. Yep. Uh, right now, Lyle Collins, Alex Kappa, Joe Burrow, none of them are practicing. Uh, Jesse Bates is in a holdout. And then in Baltimore, I mean, everybody seems to be high on Baltimore. It's still, I don't know where Baltimore's talent comes from. On, especially on offense. The quarterback that led him to an 8-3 record. Right. I'm a big hurt. Lamar Jackson fan, but I'm going to see who is he throwing the ball to. And then you got J.K. Dobbins coming off of a severe injury last year. You know, he's already a guy that, you know, has a little wear and tear on him. He had a, a major injury in college, if I'm not mistaken, Ohio State. He tore his ACL. So would you play over seven? Yes. On the Steelers? 100%. Thomas never had a losing record in 15 years. I mean, that's a heck of a streak, right? Bad offensive line. I don't care. He's had bad offensive lines. Line. And Roethlisberger hadn't been any good the last three, four years. Don't disagree. Yeah. I'm rolling with Mike. Mike T. I'm rolling with Matuzic, too. Come on, baby. Matzik. Matzik. My bad. Tyler Matzik. Tyler Matzik. One out already. Yep. That's a big one. Be great if we can get this one out as well without advancing the runner. What kind of sophomore campaign are you expecting from Najee Harris? Great. It's wild. When you look at last year, he had the second most carries in the NFL with 307, Mm -hmm. only behind Jonathan Taylor, who had 332. He had 1,200 rushing yards and seven touchdowns, Sean. Nobody on the Steelers roster eclipsed 100 yards last year besides Najee Harris. He was the absolute bell cow there. So is there any wear and tear? Does he continue to build off of his, his rookie campaign? I would think more the latter. Um, but he was, uh, he was as good as advertised, and I, I, honestly a bit better than I expected because that offensive line is, is terrible, and he performed. You know, he averaged under four yards per carry, but still 1,200 yards, uh, was catching the ball in the backfield. He was doing Everything that uh, was expected of him when the Steelers selected him in the first round out of Bama. Yeah, I'm looking at their depth chart. Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be a little more balanced. Uh, for one, I think Trubisky brings some athleticism you know, to the position that they just didn't have with Big Ben, especially at that advanced age. I think Trubisky also has a livelier arm at this point in his career than Ben had at the point in his career he was. So I think they'll be able to stretch the ball further down the field, at least pose a threat of that. And that'll back those safeties up a little bit. So I think Najee will get more running room. I think they'll be a little better at divvying up the carries. I think he has a great year. Um, and I got a strikeout in the uh, Braves-Red Sox game. That's tremendous. I just need one more out. One more. Uh, Najee actually caught 74 balls last year, too. So, That's ridiculous. I mean, he's a dual-threat guy. I mean, he's a third-down guy. So, I mean, I like that. I mean, you look at all that. I mean, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, Chase Claypool, uh, Freemuth. I mean. George Pickens. George Pickens adds to that mix. I mean, come on, seven? Come on, man. It comes down to the quarterback. 
if you believe that Big Ben's been terrible, though. That's the thing. Nobody wanted Mitch Trubisky last year. I know. Anybody could have had him. Nobody wanted him, and he was the backup in Buffalo. I'm not saying he's a bum, but I think that that is a big reason why you're looking at a win total that low. The expectations of the Bengals, who were expected to be last place last year, now they're expected to be either first or second, the Ravens being what they are. Uh, And then the Browns is is the curveball because we don't know how much Deshaun Watson is playing. I'd side with you. I don't think I'm going to play over seven, but I wouldn't play under seven, that's for sure, with the Steelers – franchise like you mentioned that I feel like the disrespect mandates that I play over seven with the Steelers all right Tomlin's never had a losing record in 15 years and the totals at seven to go under that mean they'd have to have a losing record not rocket science you know but I'm but still I need one more strike too We'll know on the other side of the break. Steelers were last. One more strike, Braves. Come on, baby. In the NFL, in rushing yards allowed per game, 146. Yeah, they were bad. Five yards per carry. Stefan Tuitt retired, but I did like the acquisition of Miles Jack, bringing him in from Jacksonville. Maybe they could get Roquan Smith. Somebody's going to have to pick him up. More on the Steelers next here on the Nightcap. Check out the new day. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. As the kids like to say, Sean, never in doubt. Choo choo! Braves run line comes home for Mr. King. As the Braves win 9-7 to in Boston in 11 innings, 6-6 to after 9, 7-7 to after 10, and a 9-7 victory for Sean's Atlanta Braves tonight. By the way, the Cardinals are only down 11 now. It's 16-5. Oh, it's 12-0, okay. So Yeah, there you go. Slight comeback. Coming back. Um... We've got, uh, for me, personally, we're in the bottom of the fifth. Scoreless game. One down between the Mariners and the Yankees. And uh, we need, uh, need to get out of this inning with less than uh, two runs. so we can. Yeah, they cash. got two outs. Two outs You're now. good, man. This is tickets cast. Stop doing that. Let's get Cole. Stop doing that. Just saying, man. The Cole machine. All right. Uh, while, uh, while I try to... Not look at what's happening. By the way, the Orioles won again tonight. Man, I don't know why I just won't blindly play the Orioles right they now. They are. They were dogs again because Manoa. Alex Manoa was on the mound for the Blue Jays, but the money was coming in on the Orioles. Orioles scored two runs in the eighth, one in the seventh, came back and beat the t- uh, Toronto Are they Blue in Jays. second yet? Are they still a game back? What, uh, what are they? They're in. They're still in fourth. Well, the Rays lost tonight. And they beat the Blue Jays. Yeah, they're a half game back of the Rays and uh, two games back of the Blue Jays. Gotcha. But they're making a move. They're making a move. I think they're only a half game out. I think they're behind the Mariners And you know right what's crazy the is the spot. one kid that you liked, I don't think he's playing very good. Adley Rutschman? Yeah. Oh, he's playing tremendous. Hold on. Let me pull him up. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he's in 254. I don't know about phenomenal. Yeah. He's a guy. He's, yeah. He's got five home runs. 
one triple, 254 average. So I'm not trying to down-talk him. I'm just saying, 42 strikeouts, 34 walks. So, I mean. He's got a 2.4 war already. I knew you were going to go try and find one stat that, that, I mean, that you supports know, the most, your argument. You mean the most important stat in all of baseball? There is no such Wins thing as the most. It's just not the most important okay, stat. Okay, can we get some uh, baseball folks on the line? Yeah, get a sabermetrics guy on the line. Just, that's not the most important he has a, stat. I'm sorry, I, I shortchanged. 2.7 war in 62 games. Hey, listen, he's hitting 254. It's not bad for his rookie campaign. All right. Can you stop? I'm just saying. Just stop. You're being, you're, you're being silly. Okay. Is he going to win rookie of the year? No, Julio Rodriguez will because he's played the whole season. Ooh, over the kid from the Pirates? Uh, AL and. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So say the kid from the Pirates is raking. Yeah. Julio is like minus 500 to win the award. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I didn't realize it was that big. Back to uh, the Steelers. Expectations for Najee Harris. So he had 1,200 yards uh, rushing last year. And his over-under right now is sitting at 1,150. And you talked about his pass-catching abilities, too. There we go. Scoreless after five. Nice little cash for both of us tonight. Good night. Yep, yep. Good night. It's always good when everybody wins. Um, expecting another. That rushing yardage it total is. I'm probably going to leave that one alone because he only averaged 3.9 yards a carry. So he had 307 carries, but he only went over this right. 11.50 and a half by 49 and a half yards. He ended up with 1,200. Ah. Uh, yeah, I would leave it alone myself. Yeah, I think his numbers are about right on. I, I think his numbers are actually on his player props, Najee Harris we're talking about, I probably they're, they're, to me there's better value out there. So his player prop for rushing is 1150. He had 1200 last year. His touchdowns, uh, rushing touchdowns, that is nine and a half. Uh, last year he had seven. And then his rushing and receiving yards is 1600. And he had 1667. Yeah, I feel Last like they're right on. Deontay Johnson, over-under on receiving yards, Sean, is set at 1,000. Last year, Deontay Johnson had 1,161, 107 receptions, 8 touchdowns. His over-under on touchdowns is 6.5. Mm, I probably would take the over on both of those guys, on Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Playpool last year. Uh, I mean, you think they got fifty nine for eight sixty. They got those numbers last year, and Ben didn't even throw for thirty eight hundred yards. My only worry and my question, not so much Deontay Johnson, Sean Claypool, is does George Pickens sneak in and take some of those receptions away and yardage and some of that yardage away from Claypool? Uh, well, look at something right quick. Because I think Clay, I think George Pickens. And when you look at the futures market, to an offensive rookie of the year at DraftKings is twenty-five to one. It's thirty to one here in town at the Westgate. Uh, different spot. I think I saw it as low as eighteen to one at BetMGM. So some differing opinions in the in the market on Pickens so, to an offensive rookie of the year. Here's what's interesting. Yeah, and here's the context. I think you need to put on playing the skill position player props for the Steelers. It has to be based upon the progression of Mitchell Trubisky. 
first of all, he's never played a full season. So he's always at some point battled some kind of injury. The most yards he's ever thrown for is 32-23. He's only thrown for over 17 touchdowns once, which is a year he threw 24, second year in the league. So, I mean, you're going to have to have, you know, Trubisky's going to have to throw for 800 more yards than he's ever thrown for in a season up to now. In order for, in my opinion, to feel comfortable about Deontay going over a thousand and Claypool basically getting eight hundred, right? Yeah. I'm not a Mitch Trubisky guy like you. So. so, so hold on, hold on, before you pigeonhole me into this, I like the situation that Carson Wentz and Mitch Trubisky face. If they're ever going to get it right, this will be the year that they get it right. So I'm just banking that one of them figures it out. Carson doesn't look like he's changed at all. He looked like he's still a dog that run around the house, jump on the furniture, and, and chew and chew everything up when people sleep. So, I think he's going to the pound here in a little bit. Trubisky, I think, is trying to find his way and navigate the shadow of Big Ben Roethlisberger. It's very difficult when uh, organizations had a quarterback, and this is cliche, but that's as big as Big Ben. Sure, you know he's a big person, but he's All also famer. a big personality. You know, I actually had the good fortune of doing an internship with the Steelers, so I was there for the training camp in 2016. So I got to see Ben every day and how he interacted with his teammates. So that void is tough for a guy like Trubisky just to fill it until he actually plays because he's not coming in as, you know, this isn't Peyton Manning going to Denver, you know, post-John Elway. You know, this is a a guy in Trubisky who's trying to, you know, establish that, you know, he was deserving of being a first-round selection. So I can see how he's kind of delicate in, in what he says and what he does. So we'll see. He's got the weapons. He's got the coach. I think he's got the right division. I think there's a lot of question marks in the AFC North. Would you bet the Steelers at I'm going over seven. ten to one to win the division? No. Because if everybody's healthy and sensey, I like sensey to win the division. But right now, I say question marks. If you guys don't know, Lyle Collins, who they brought over from Dallas, he has still not practiced as of yet in the preseason. Um, Alex Kappel, who they brought over from the Bucks, he's only practiced a couple. He's missed a bunch. Uh, Joe Burrow still has not practiced because of having his appendectomy. appendectomy surgery. And their Pro Bowl safety, Jesse Bates, probably the second best player on the defense behind Trey Henderson, is in a holdout. He has not signed his franchise tag tender because he wants a long-term extension. So they have some issues. You know, it's not like they're just there building upon last year's Super Bowl appearance. So kind of nervous. Then you got everything going on with Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. Shaping up pretty nicely for the team that wears purple. Yeah. A lot of people high on the Ravens. I think the Ravens will be good on defense. We're going to see. Just saying. That's the worst receiving core I've seen in a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Got, got a pretty darn good quarterback, good running back situation. You're depending on Rashad Bateman to be your number one wide receiver? Come on. They were 8-3 last year. We're going to find out soon. I know that. Yeah, we will. Football is around the corner. Thank you, Braves. Uh, Magic, that's my new uh, favorite pitcher in Major <laughs> League Baseball. Uh, real quickly to wrap things up to put a bow on the Steelers. T.J. Watt, uh, our good friend Tom Casale came on, and uh, he is a, uh, a big – Steeler guy was it Tom Casale or no? It was um, it was earlier this week. Um, Today's Tuesday, so 
It was oh sorry, it was last week, but yeah, I wasn't here. Because Sally didn't they talk loved, to They loved over Watt sacks. Mm. He had 22 and a half last year, Sean. Does he go to 14 this year? Learn how to defend the run. <laughs> They're never going to get a chance to rush the quarterback. <laughs> they still rushed the quarterback last year, <laughs> and they couldn't defend the run. Miles Jack, though. Excited about that acquisition? I like Miles He's Jack. healthy. All right, we'll talk some uh, Cleveland Browns on the other side. Uh, should they go after Jimmy G? It's the nightcap here on Beeson. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Andre's leading the Giants 3-1. to one. That's a uh, music to... Our year, Sean. We need that. We need them to get hot. I mean, I know we got some time, but they got some teams nipping at their heels in the uh, in the wild card standings. Yeah, I mean, they'll be fine. Ah, are we so sure? Yeah, I mean, well, didn't make the playoffs. At the end last of the year. day, the pitching is elite right now. Blake Smell, Blake Snell yesterday only gave up one earned through like seven tonight. Musgrave was only giving up one earned. We're in the seventh. Like, I'd be more worried if the pitchers are struggling. Like, the bats will come around. I mean, those guys are too talented. You look at the back of the baseball cards. The back of the baseball card says that Soto, Josh Bell, Drury, Machado, Tatis, when well, he gets Soto's back. Soto's got a worse batting average than Adley Rutschman, so he must be a bum. Well, he has like uh, 17, I think, more home runs. Oh, you, you're cherry-picking. No, I'm not. I gave all of Rutschman's stats. I didn't just say batting average. I gave batting average. I gave triples. I gave home runs, strikeouts, walks. I gave you the most important stat. Yeah, you just picked out one that you liked. You mean like the most important stat in baseball? Hey, listen, I had I did a radio show in Tampa mm-hmm. with a guy named uh, Toby David, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a sabermetrics like, diehard. Okay. This was back in uh-huh. mid-2000. So, I mean, I get it, and I – Root for a team that's built on sabermetrics. Hitting three sixty four in August, three twenty nine over his last thirty games. Yeah, but that's why they have the season bad networks, not like the last week or the last. Well, month. that's why they have WAR wins above replacement, which is two point seven. Hey, I don't know why you're so offensive. I I'm didn't, not. I'm just. I'm I didn't. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't dislike a, the kid. I'm just a news reporter. I just report the facts. Well, you're emotionally involved in this. I, I, I like the kid. I've 
kiss my ticket goodbye. You're just trying to, you know. No, I actually, I actually trying, asked. You're trying to poke the bear. When a I asked bit, the question, I, I said, had no idea. And I gave you an answer that he's been tremendous. And then you said, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. let me look at these stats. Blah, 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 blah. And I just gave you okay. 364 in August. If you would have said he's been good as a rookie, he's he started slow, he's gotten better late, that's slightly different than tremendous. He's been tremendous. No, he hasn't. As a rookie catcher in the major league, he's been good. He hasn't been tremendous. No, you haven't watched a second of him. I've I do watch the Orioles because my Rays play in the AL East. Who who are the Rays? <laughs> They're like a minor league team that lost to the Brewers today. And one of us bets baseball regularly. The other one doesn't. So I watch one of games. us. One of us has cheered for a team that won a World Series. One of us doesn't. So I mean, I, I don't know how. I mean, that's got to be a tough life. I mean, I just once again. News reporter. You I got re- me there. My Rays haven't figured out. Facts. They've gotten there twice. They've lost both times. Mm. Lost to the Phillies and the Dodgers. I just report the facts. Only team in town that doesn't have a world title. So they got to get to get it going. Uh, Lightning have three. Bucks have two. Rays zero. So we got to get one. It'll happen. Do To wrap up the Steelers, do they make the playoffs? <sighs> get some decent money on that. I don't know, man. Plus three fifty to make the playoffs. I mean, what makes let me what let me see something. Playoffs last year in the AFC. Nine and nine, seven and one got the Steelers into the playoffs in the last spot. Yeah, I think they win nine games. Okay. If 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 it if it falls like it fell last year with nine, seven and one gets you in, yes, I think the Steelers get in. The problem with that is Indy, Miami, and the Chargers were all nine and eight. So it was the tie that got them in. So they probably – they'll feel comfortable. You're probably going to have to win 10 games. So I'm 50-50 on that with the Steelers. Because I don't know if their run defense has gotten them any better. And they are in a division where you have to defend the run. Because Nick Chubb is pretty good last time I checked. And, you know, the Ravens get J.K. Dobbins back. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals have Joe Mixon. So, I mean, they're in a division. You got you to defend the run. So they got to get better there. And then Mitchell Trubisky is kind of the wild card. I, for one, probably am a little more bullish on him than other people, but, you know, he's still got to go out and prove it. Well, it's a good situation to walk into, the most stable. And they got a lot of talent. Yeah, they do. I mean, if Pickens is as good as people think, and you already have Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, and then Frimuth is a top 10, 12 tight end in the league. Solid. Najee Harris is a top 10 running back. I mean, you got pieces, you know? But, I mean, my worry is. It's not like you signed up with the Bears. Good skill positions, poor, maybe Im- slightly improving offensive line, poor defensive line. Isn't yeah? I said, dude, they got to defend the run. No, I know, but aren't yeah. quality teams built on the lines? Well, they got T.J. Watt who had twenty-two sacks. Yeah, so I'm not he's, more call an, it, he's more of an edge rusher. I know, but I'm not gonna call the line poor. I'll say this about the O line. I mean, their line is poor. One forty-six per game was. Is who poor. who has a great O line in today's NFL? I mean, what are we talking? Three teams. Eagles, yeah, we're talking three Colts. teams. Yeah, everybody else has O-line issues. It's just can you piece it together and can you teach them how I mean, to lose were, slow? They, but the Steelers were The Bengals were gave high. up 70 true? sacks last year and were in the Super Bowl. That is true. That's yeah. a fair point. Yeah, like I'm just not a lot of teams have great O-lines. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, sticking in the division, the Cleveland Browns, the, uh, the big unknown uh, awaits as the NFL has, is searching and trying to get a year-long suspension. Um, for Deshaun Watson, 
And I know you and Aaron, our producer, had an interesting conversation prior to the show about right now at Browns camp, the majority of the reps continue to go to Deshaun Watson. At what point, if you're the Cleveland Browns, even if Deshaun Watson is only suspended six games, which I fully do not expect, I expect it to be much longer, at what point do you start to give more of the reps to Jacoby Brissett? to prepare him for the season. The week before the Carolina game. That's it? Yep. He has to play. We know he's playing at least six games. We just gave Deshaun Watson $230 million. Yeah, for... We don't even give a damn about these first six weeks of the season. Well, it's got to be more than six weeks. They got. They can't be Maybe. It. It's got to be more than six First of all, I think it's a full facade what the NFL's doing. Why even have the initial process if you don't get the decision you want? You're going to go and try and get the decision that, you want yeah. anyway. Well, that's and it's what, collectively that's, bargained. That's what the NFL and does. And it's one of those things in the CBA that guys kind of overlook because, oh, we get more guaranteed money. Oh, the salary cap went up. Oh, we get a bigger piece of the overall pie. And then you forget this arbitration aspect. This is ridiculous. Like, why go through the whole thing with with – with uh, was she an attorney that judge, no, no, was judge a judge? Robinson. She's not a sitting Reti- judge, though, retired. Right? Retired. Why go through all of that if you're not going to accept her verdict? And this, this is ridiculous. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. It really is. Like whatever decision she came to, we live with it. Otherwise, don't go through that whole process. That means because that means it's not a process. That means it's one of those things where if we get the decision we want. Then okay, we'll accept it. But if we don't, then we're going like this. We that's I that's not due process. I don't disagree. I also thought that the six games was incredibly light for for every for all. And, the and listen, I'm, I wasn't getting into no, no, no. whether and, I thought it was right or wrong. I'm saying if you have it set up that there's an arbitrator, right, and the arbitrator makes a decision, then I think it's ridiculous to go through that whole I, facade. I'm going to call it if you're then going to go and try and get what you wanted before you did all that anyway. And I don't disagree with any of that. Right. But we here as a gambling network, you have to realize the NFL at the end of the day is going to get what they want. And that's going to be a lot of games suspended. They might. I, don't think, I don't think Cleveland really cares this year. Uh, yeah, they Which do. is why they put they traded Deshaun Watson. Round picks but it's why they put his salary at a million dollars. Well, they, they were under they the assumption that a significant suspension was coming. So if they don't care about this year – which I disagree with. They've got a lot of talent on that roster. I mean, you got to get Jacoby Brissett prepared. Let's just say, let's say it is six games, Sean. You still got to get him prepared. He's that a is, veteran. He'll be fine. Last time we saw him, he was terrible. That's what I'm saying. So he's not getting any better by getting all the reps but in what's practice. What's the point of Deshaun Watson practicing when he when he when we know he's not going to play until at earliest? Well, because you're, you're you're building something. So this guy has 230 million dollars. Guaranteed coming. He's uh, 229 after this year. We just gotten a lot of it, I think, in a signing bonus already. Anyway, having, anyway, you're going to give him every rep possible because that's ultimately who you want to be comfortable. Because that's who the face of the franchise is going to be moving forward. Like they're thinking big picture, they're not thinking small right now. Like that's not their philosophy. Like they understood there was going to be a suspension. When he does get suspended, he gets no reps. So then Jacoby gets them all. Now, you know how to take a lot of reps to turn around and hand the ball to Nick Chubb. That's what they're going to do until Deshaun Watson gets back. They're going to turn around and hand the ball to Nick Chubb. They'll come with a couple creative ways to play action and try and get Amari Cooper the ball. And then they're going to tell Miles Garrett and that crew to go hunt. And they're going to see if they can, you know, get to three and three or four and two, you know, when Deshaun gets back or if the suspension is longer. Just try and be at least 500 when they get him back. But he's the guy they're getting prepared for. 
to if be the quarterback you, in Cleveland, whenever that happens. If, if Deshaun Watson suspended for this season. Which is ridiculous. If he were, should the Browns go get Jimmy Garoppolo? Find on the other side of the break. All right. Well, that's not a 30-second answer. Well, well, we'll hold that till 9.15 Pacific because yeah. we got to talk to Jonathan Von Tobel, we'll talk some college football, maybe a couple get NBA thoughts with our own senior NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap. Come on back right here on VEASAN. Regular season football is just around the corner. The VEASAN team has been prepping all summer for this. Whether you're At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.